it's good to be back. It's good to be back. It's good to be back in a tailgate downtown. Yeah, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. It's good to be back in a tailgate downtown. Yeah, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. It's good to be back in a tailgate downtown. CNS Graphics is happy to once again be serving Butler and surrounding areas. We are back and ready to serve you. We specialize in poster-worthy sport edits that can help assist you in any of your graphic design needs. Find us on Facebook today or call or text Cody at 479-385-1120 and let us create a custom graphic that you can cherish for a lifetime. And remember, your graphics deserve to be cool and stylish. Welcome back to another edition of Tailgate TV. I think we've been doing this, what, six months now? I excited think so. To, yeah, excited to keep it rolling and have one of our best guests yet. Oh, yeah. We uh, keep going up. Yeah, every episode, the trajectory. <laughs> <laughs> so, no as, offense to the other people we've had, but we're keep going. We're yeah, climbing. We're, yeah. <laughs> we, we're going to reach the mountaintop eventually. Uh, speaking of, uh, <laughs> as always, I'll let Brad tell you who we got here with us. Today we have Sean McVeigh. We appreciate him being here. Sean is obviously an insurance agent here in uh, Butler, American Family Insurance. We appreciate him being here. He's a golfer, Lions Club member along with Cody, and uh, Country Club board member, which that's, uh, that's really good. i tell you, I appreciate everybody that puts in their time out there at the country club because it, it is getting better all the time climbing just like it, us. Is, it is it, it well it's way ahead of us climbing but yeah it's doing really nice yep. um the the greens you know the increasing the size of them helps a ton obviously for bad golfers like me i was about to say i get to the green a little easier best yeah. shape it's ever been in i've been a member almost 30 years yeah it's it's great it, 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 it has really looked is. really nice now the drought didn't help over the summer <laughs> but there's not a whole lot you can do about no, that no. But the main reason that Sean is here with us today, he is a Misha official, and we've got a bunch of questions for you about basketball as it has come up. Not only do you do basketball, but volleyball as well. That's correct. Yep. So it's going to, it's, uh, I, and basketball season's getting close. It's, it is it's, right it's, around the corner. It's, and a lot of people, football is main. Me personally, basketball is my favorite high school sport. I'm ready, I'm itching. It it well I I feel like and I, again being an official I'm sure you're feeling like the fall has flown by because you're volleyball busy all the season, time. Volleyball season went super fast. Like, yeah, it's crazy how fast it's it was, and you know it's been over now for me for a couple of weeks. Okay, okay, uh, but yeah, and it just seems like the fall not only because we do prep casts as well, right? So we're doing volleyball games, doing football games, and it just seems like we just started school, and now we're already coming to not necessarily the end, but we are wrapping up regular season. The whole season of sports. Of, yeah. yeah, football winter, and volleyball. Winter, winter there are districts in both there. sports. Yeah, it's winter amazing. So how long have you been officiating? Okay, so volleyball. I do volleyball and basketball. Mm -hmm. uh, basketball, I believe this is going to be my seventh season. Okay. Could wow. be my sixth. I don't know. They're starting to run together. I understand. And, and volleyball is one year less. I started basketball, and then the okay. next year I signed up for volleyball. Okay. Okay. So six or seven years. Okay. Do you ever keep a uh, like a step meter on you to see how many? 
I, I bet you put in a lot. I did space. do. They don't like you to wear stuff on your wrist. Misha doesn't. Oh, I bet. But so. I did do some JV games, and uh, I did have something on my wrist that tracked, and it was about two and a half miles a game. No kidding. Walking or running. No yeah. kidding. Yeah, pretty That's close pretty to amazing. that. So, you know, three game nights, you're putting in a good seven miles, probably at wow. least, of walking and running. You think I'd be skinnier than I am? Well, I was going to say maybe I should start doing that because something needs. Of course, uh, I'd have to do half court. Yeah, well, <laughs> doesn't help when you're done and you at Clinton and you go to Hardee's and get something to eat. Well, that's for sure. I paid better attention to that, I'd be better. But yeah, I've been doing seven years and I think volleyball six years. Oh, that's awesome. That is that's that's great. What what's your favorite sport? You know, you talk about doing a couple. What's your favorite sport to officiate? And then what's the is one harder than the other or more difficult? Well, basketball's probably basketball's probably my favorite and the most difficult because okay. it's just more more uh, conditioning and stuff to go mm-hmm. with basketball. And so more physically difficult. More physical. Um, it's it's harder overall because it's just it's kind of a it's a sport where it's up to the official to make a call. And volleyball is kind of easy. It's either a lift, a double. If it hits the line one side or the other, you look at the line judge and they tell you if it was in or out. Now there's sometimes you could overturn it if it's an obvious call. But, yes, basketball, because it's more of a judgment sport by the officials on what they see to call a foul and not call a foul. Mm. So I'd say basketball overall is is, is tougher and to, to officiate. Well, it seems like, and again, just from a perspective, it seemed to be like every time down the court, or at least a majority of the times down the court in basketball, you're having to make a decision. In volleyball, I mean, they hit it in the net. Yeah, there's nothing, no decision. Everybody sees it. Pretty self-explanatory. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I can see that. I and I can see why basketball. I I love watching uh, volleyball, but basketball obviously. And there's um, there seems to be not as many blowouts in. Uh, basketball as there is in volleyball, you know, it can kind of be a depends on who you're watching. I've seen well, some. there certainly can be, but uh, I don't want to throw teams out there, but we've we've seen some. We've seen well, there's some. definitely some really good teams, yeah. and there's some not so good teams. Yeah. So you're going to have some of it, but uh, yeah, but overall, yeah, you're you're exactly right, on, 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 and it keeps a good flow and everything. So I've over, I've often wondered this because uh, you know officials can get uh, the brunt. Of a um, of a lot of emotion, especially mm-hmm. especially in basketball, mm-hmm. seems to be that uh, you know football. The fans are kind of away from the officials. They don't you know they hear the coaches, but it's not really mm-hmm. you know that. Yeah. Big. But basketball, they're on you, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, and they're right there and, and it's close proximity. But as far as coaches are concerned, what are some of the things and some of the ways that because there's again. Uh, angles, right? Angles. Your angle's different than the coach's angle, so he may not see it the same way you do. What's a great way to approach an official as a coach and say, I didn't agree with that? Mainly just to ask, okay. you know, what did you see there? Okay, coach, from my side, my angle, the player was straight up. It was a clearly a, a, a charge call. Okay. Uh, more asking. Okay. You know, and then we turn around as officials and ask them and say, "Well, coach, where was I at? Was I in a good spot to see that call?" Like that. You know, I like so that. you turn that question back onto them and say, "Where was I at, coach? It was five foot in front of me. I had a great view of sure. it. What did you see? Where do you think I was? Right? Was I, you think I was out of position? Gotcha. So that's a lot of it. You can kind of turn turn it around, but yeah. most of the time, just come and ask, "Hey, 
you know, what did you see as an, you know, as the official there? What, what did you see that I had a different angle of? I like that because uh, that's so again because it is so emotional sometimes. And mm-hmm. I, and I've seen some coaches that I go, wow, he he does a great job because you can see the interaction between the official and the coach be very cordial, mm-hmm. and then you see somewhere obviously. You know, and and I and I've seen officials do this too, so I'm not trying to let them on completely off the hook. But I've seen coaches get mad and say something, not necessarily toward the official, right? But the official thought he might have been talking to him, yeah. And then right, and then there's a little bit bit of issue. But I've also seen officials and coaches after that go, "Hey, I was I wasn't talking to you. I was you know I was mad at my player. I was mad at the." the other player for doing whatever mm-hmm. and get back on a good term. So I think that's important to ask those questions and, and have that good rapport between yeah. the two. Yeah. It's always good to just try to talk, you know, yeah. coach, here's what I saw. Right. You know, I had a great angle where I was at, um, you know, this is what we had. Sure. I get that. That's, yeah. that's really good. Talking about some of those discussions and maybe more heated moments, you know, one of the, as I guess a fan of the game, you know, somebody watching, sometimes the emotions what makes it fun. Um, maybe not for somebody. Yeah, listen, not, not for officiating. Um, and and I, I guess maybe fun's the wrong word. Excitement. There's some excitement sometimes in some of that. Um, and one of the most exciting things is people getting teed up. I mean, that that kind of get get some emotion, get some some excitement going. Um, what is there – because you see people get teed up for all different reasons, all different things. Is there kind of a magic word, a magic behavior that it's like, oh, if you say that or, oh, if you do that, I'm teeing you up? Because a lot of it, too, seems like kind of discretion maybe how they say stuff. or uh, From the coaches or players' perspective? Either. Coaches or – well, and players – Personal. Don't make it personal. Okay. okay. You suck. Something like that. Okay. I that's get that. personal. That's towards me. Right. Now, that's a terrible call. That's not necessarily directed right at you because it may not even been your call, but you're close enough to hear it. Sure. Yeah. Uh, that's where most of the time, and that's generally the coach's side of it. Uh, player side of it's going to be then sportsmanlike, uh, the taunting into another mm-hmm. player's face, mm-hmm. something like well, that. Well, and that's kind of where I was going with that because I've seen it sometimes where uh, – Maybe inappropriate words are used, and they're they're kind of let slide if they're using it towards themselves. Like if if a guy's to miss a shot, and they're crap, I missed that, I'm mad at myself. And eh, hey, don't do that again. I'm letting it slide, and if they turn around and say that same thing to another player, yeah, there's one magic word that's a definite technical, um, especially if it's loud enough for starts not, with an F. I'm assuming, yeah, yeah. yeah. And especially if it's loud enough that fans can hear it. Mm-hmm. If it's close to an official, and they kind of say it under their breath. But you're close enough to hear it, but no one else really does. May let it slide, but the one magic word, yes, we'll get it. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter who it's at or what it's at. It doesn't should. matter. It doesn't matter what it could have been mad at themselves. Yeah, but and, that's the magic. Word. And should. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. There's no. There's no place yeah. in there for that kind of stuff. Uh, honestly, I've given. I think I've given two technicals. Really? Okay. Never to a coach. Really? Uh, just mainly two kids. One was taunting and one was for the F word. Okay. That's the two I've given. Kind of leads into the next question that I thought went along with that. Um, have you ever had to eject someone? Only two technicals, I guess. Have you ever? Not a player or coach. Okay. okay. I've had, um, we've got rid of a couple fans before. Well, right. And that, that does lead into the next question that I had written down, which was, you know, you probably hear a lot of stuff. What's some of the craziest stuff that you've heard uh, yelled, screamed, said? And that's bad, from, funny. 
I'll yeah, leave. either way, just something you've heard and you're like, man, hadn't heard that one before. <laughs> oh, I, you know, really you don't hear a lot of it. It's generally you, the people that jump up in the stands and are pointing at you or doing oh. something like that Wow. Um, instead of a specific word. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, I mean, the one that was kicked out, a, a parent, um, it was pretty much his daughter had bumped into someone, had a bloody lip, and he starts yelling at us. That you know, it was because of some foul, but it was just incidental. Um, coincidentally enough, that happened to be the administer or administrator on duty for that school oh, for the nice. night, and I've never done that. Um, so yeah, you just the normal, the normal stuff. That's terrible. You're terrible. Um, stuff like that. You just anymore. You just don't tolerate it, and yeah. the people are starting to realize, and and especially if you get rid of one. Then it starts calming everybody mm-hmm. else down. I'm like, okay. Sure. Uh, but, now, yeah, I mean. Well, it's a shame that it happens so much. I think that's, you know, kind of why everybody keeps talking about uh, a referee shortage and official shortage. And, and that's a lot of the reason is is people berating officials. And, you know, they have to understand, like you said a minute ago, you have a better angle. And that doesn't mean, you know, you make every call perfect all the time. Nobody does. But nine times out of ten, you're going to have a better view of something than somebody sitting in the crowd is going to have. Got the best view in the best view in the house. Yeah. Where we're at. And it doesn't matter if it's volleyball, football, basketball, wrestling. We got the best seat. Mm. Um, and a lot of it, basketball officials is you got to move around and make sure you get that better mm-hmm. angle. Sure. Because you do have to move. You stay in one spot, you could, you're going to miss something. It's just yeah. going to happen. So you got to work yourself with where the ball's at and, and – and go but yeah i mean it's overall i mean just nothing no one thing that sticks out to me that made me laugh or or anything people don't know in the traveling rule different things like that gets me um but uh i'll have to up my game see if i can yell a comment at one of your games this year to, if, to yeah, get your attention to, yeah. please kick him out yeah please kick Be, him out okay yeah, just, just you have to prep you have to broadcast the game by yourself when he does just that. give him the heave ho just yeah. just Honestly, and honestly, I haven't really had many fan problems as far as directly at me. That's I, good. I don't know what I've done, or maybe I'm with good, you know, a good overall good crew. But um, overall, I just really haven't had anyone that's directed anything like directly at me. The one I did have one. Um, it was a WeMo conference game four years ago, probably okay. early on in my officiating that. What he saw, didn't he didn't think was right, and I saw him jump up and kind of jump down onto the floor and was yelling and pointing, and I just went to the administrator as I was walking to report the foul, and she was already on her on her way to him, so it was pretty quick. But I don't really necessarily know 100% what all he yelled. Besides, he thought that was a terrible call. But come jumping down off of it onto the floor, you're probably you know go home. Yeah, that's that's you're already on your way. And I do think it's good. I. I and again, um, I don't know when this started. I, in my mind, I can't kind of place a year or a date on it. But having administrators there that are a lot more proactive than they have been in the past, mm-hmm. I think has been very productive, uh, really for the game as a whole. Yeah. Uh, obviously, for you guys, it's it's that extra buffer. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, just just how people conduct themselves is a lot better. Um, and you, and I, I've seen it from the youth level, you know, all the way through, you know, I kicking people out for the rest of the year, whatever. Uh, and you know, I hate it because a lot of that times that 
goes toward their kids, right? right. Uh, it it shines maybe not so good a light on their kids, and and that's too bad too because right. the kids are there because they enjoy what they're doing, mm-hmm. and yeah. it can it can dampen that love for the yeah, game, sure. and that's too bad. Well, I've always said when it comes to little league stuff, I used to do a bunch of little league stuff. Right. Um, I don't do as much of it now because I'm so busy through the week. Sure. I don't feel like spending my Saturday mornings running up and down the floor. Uh, but I've always said once a parent signs up for their kid to play a sport, that one of the parents has to sign up to ref. It should be a great idea. Uh, at least one game. Yeah. Let's see what it is. Now, I've actually helped with, like, Adrian's little league uh, – I actually go up there, and they have some of their, their high school kids that are going to right, appreciate. Right, right. Um, I'll go up and do a little clinic with That's them about good. an hour and kind of show mm-hmm. them some of the stuff that we see or what we're looking That's for. That's wonderful. Yeah. Um, so, well, and, and typically those are basketball players that would do that, yeah, right? So that guys. helps them when they play basketball. Yeah. No, this is why you're calling this. This yeah. is what you're looking yeah. at. Yeah, yeah. I see. Yeah, so I've always – that's just what I've always felt with Little it, League. It's always a great um, idea. You know, so, yeah. But, no, it definitely does. definitely makes it look – as a negative light could be on 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 their kid. When no, no, go ahead. Well, when you're officiating basketball, is there calls that are harder to make than others? Is there what's kind of maybe the hardest call if there well, is? Well, the one? block charge is going to be the toughest. Okay, because that's pretty much. Do you think the person's moving? Remember, the person can move as long as they've established defensive position. Um, once they've established that, they can jump up as long as they're vertical with them and the person runs into them. As long as they're not sliding underneath yeah. at that yeah, moment. As long as they're not in the air and you slide in. Um, mm. So that's the hardest one because it's just such – it can be such a bang-bang play yeah. that if that person got there a split second earlier, it's a charge. You know, that's just – it is what it is. And I've seen I've, – I've called it where, like, later I'm like, I blew that call. You know, sure. I can – and well, you guys perfect. are prep gas guys. Mm-hmm. Officials watch prep cast. I'm just going to tell you yeah. every game that I do that you guys are at or any other prep cast, I go in and watch that to oh, see good. what I do, mm-hmm. see hand signals, what my mechanics look like, and then see, like, we we will remember a time in the game. Like, I want to go back and watch see, it. Yeah, I want to replay that. if I missed that or not. Yeah. Sure, sure. So we've all missed them, that, but that's the hardest call. Yeah. And sure. shout out PrepCasters. They are a sponsor. We appreciate mm, yeah, it. Yeah, we do, do appreciate it. Um, but that, that kind of leads me into uh, another question that I wanted to ask. Uh, we kind of talked about it a little bit. Um, wasn't sure if you'd admit it or not. But, you know, knowing that, okay, sometimes I miss a call here and there, are makeup calls a thing? I mean, do you, do you keep that in mind of the next call? I'm like, ah, I kind of blew this one, so I may give you, leeway on this. You hear that sometimes, and I'm always like, well, I could understand it. Right, as an official, I'm like, oh, I can understand it, but you just don't know if that's necessarily something that goes on. And I'll, you know, no, who it's knows? Saying. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't. No, it may. I mean, it, you may. I, it may look like it is. That's why I say it seems yeah, like it, may, it right, but that's just a coincidence that this happens at that yeah. point. Gotcha. Saying, and because in my head, it's like, well, I doubt that it's one something where you're going out and looking to make a makeup right. call. But I don't know if it was something that, well, in the back of my head, I know I missed that one, so I may give them leeway on another one. No. You know, if they kind of played any kind of factor in anything. No, not, no I've, I've never done that anyway, but it's gotcha. not really a thing. And, well, because you're going to miss them both sides. Yeah. Right? So, and they, they, it all evens out. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know. The best team is going to win. There's no perfect. perfect. Yeah. And, and, but we're not perfect, and it's not going to be. No. There's going to be missed calls, but no, that it, makeup's not really. It's one of the things I dislike about. The major league baseball going, you know, more to computers and all that stuff, mm-hmm. and and people are upset because uh, a ninety nine mile an hour fastball is missed by a half inch or an inch yeah. outside, and I'm like, literally, and I I caught when I was in school, and I I caught a guy in California that threw hundred miles an hour in high school. 
I couldn't have, I caught the ball. I couldn't tell you if it was a ball or a strike right. sometimes, right? Because it's just on you so quickly. Yeah, and you got to find, and you got to go fast. I mean, you right. can't just right. You know, because then if you blow the whistle Delay. two seconds late, then you're like, you know, yeah. Then then that does look like a makeup call sure. if you start doing that. Sure. Now it's okay to blow the whistle and then and then process for half a second in your brain. You know, what did I see there? Mm-hmm. Like block charge, boom! I'm gonna blow it. Let me process, and make sure I saw the right thing. Right. No, there was a foul there. Give me a second to go remember ahead. What get I, the yeah. foul. Then you can, you know, sure. half seconds, a half second. But sure. you sure don't want to. Make it much longer than that because then it does look like you don't wait till it goes up. to review uh, and then say, what, yeah, what, what did you all see? Yeah, yeah. Ask the fan in the front row. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Depending on what color shirt they have on, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. That's that, that's. So you've been a lot of places, I'm sure, calling games mm-hmm. all over, and I know you're you kind of stay on this side of the state for the most part. Is that accurate, or do you kind of travel? No, that'd be accurate. Okay, yeah. what? And I'm and I'm not saying uh, the team necessarily. Uh, is there a place that you go, boy? I love the way they treat the officials. I love the way I enjoy calling games here. Uh, the lighting's great because that sometimes I know mm-hmm. you know, especially now it's gotten so much better. But when I was a kid in in school, some of the places you go to, boy, well, they didn't all have lights back then. Well, I was gonna say that. <laughs> Roll out, roll out candles, the yeah, candles going a bunch of them. <laughs> but you know, Candleland. places that you really enjoy calling games, and I'm not, I'm not asking you to 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 like kick one out or or say this, but just overall. Oh, I mean, I will say most of the rural schools mm-hmm. treat you much better. Okay, okay. Like, what do you want to eat afterwards? We've okay. got this saved back for you, that saved back for you. Awesome. So I'll, I'll tell you about as far as I've went so far. I, I've done the Pleasant Hill Tournament. Okay, yeah. that's part of the uh, Greater Kansas City Association, yep. so I'm part of theirs. Yep. Um, and then I go anywhere from Midway. Okay. I uh, went to Lamar last year. Okay. Which is part of the Joplin Association. Yeah, because that's a little south. And then Clinton. Uh-huh. Um, and then Archie, Adrian Butler, everything in between sure. pretty much. Rural schools treat you better. Really? Yeah, I That's mean, you awesome. get a bottle of water or something. The other ones but sure. they don't really give you any, you know. Listen, I like to eat. Oh, I understand. So send me out with a burger, you know, or, or something like that. Um, well, and those tournaments with the, you know, even, you know, as we're broadcasting games and whatnot, those tournaments with the good hospitality rooms. Those now, are, tournaments is different. Those are the right. ones you're like, I want to yeah, go to those. Yeah, tournaments are some good hospitality. Yeah. yeah. But I still... But I don't, honestly don't eat it until yeah. afterwards anyway. Most well, you can if you're running seven miles. Yeah, the most of the time it's closed down. But uh, El Dorado Springs, mm-hmm. uh, I go down there. I like going down there. Of course, I play golf with some guys down there, so they okay. always treat me good. Good. Uh, but still, most almost all the local schools here. I can't think of a local school that doesn't uh, treat you good. This year, I'm going to Lee Summit West already. Okay. Um, so I've got that scheduled through uh, a different associate suburban conference gotcha uh, it's a girls game so i've got that um but clinton treats you really good too and they got really nice facilities or they do nice yeah fairly new uh, right yeah fairly new yeah but but most all the rural schools as far as treating the officials taking care of it are really good 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 i'm glad to hear that I, I, it's important i think to uh to do that and i will say hospitality room wise the Warsaw Tournament does a great job with their hospitality room, by the way. If you say so. Appleton City, I'll, I'll I have not, we, we haven't done a game over there in a few years, but Appleton City, 
I think Ooh, I think the last time job. I think yep. the last time we did that tournament, it wasn't even scheduled. But me and you said hey, we're going to do that for the city tournament because <laughs> yeah, we're getting hungry. So we're going. Yeah, we're going to go. There's no games here in town. We're, yeah, let's go. I think Slade needed some help with Richie. Yeah, yeah I think, let's go I down think there. Said, let's go, let's yeah, go do it. Yes. They do a good job. They do. On that. Yeah, they, and most all of them do. They know, do. hospitality The Archie tournament. They usually, you know, not even just hospitality, but their setup there is usually pretty good. Yeah, I enjoy calling games. from from Archie. You know, they have the little platforms up top. Mm-hmm. And again, for prep cast, I, yeah. I, again, I've never sat in a bleacher at Archie. Don't know what that's like. But just calling games, that's a really yeah. nice facility there. Clinton, Clinton tournament that they have in January is yes. good, good hospitality, too. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a – there again, I, I'm i glad to, to know that they, you know, take care of the officials and make sure that they're uh, taken care of very well. But I and, – uh, And Butler does a great job volleyball-wise. You know, every time, like – Hey, they'll come and say, "Hey, make sure you stop by. We got burgers. Oh, good, back for you good, like good. I'm glad. I'm glad yeah, Butler so, does so that. So pretty too. much, they I all, didn't know what yeah, they did, but yeah, pretty much they all kind yeah. of make sure, and they'll come and ask you if you want something. Good. You kind of answered uh, what I thought might be your answer to this, but is there a common myth about officiating that maybe you want to set the record straight right now? Maybe we don't do makeup calls, or you, is there something that you think is maybe a misconception? Um. That one, and then also when the fan yells, the fouls are seven to one. We don't pay attention. Hmm. We don't pay attention. Just call the fouls when they're out there. Call the fouls what we see. Um, you may have an official or two, and I've done it too. Like there's a timeout, and as you're standing there, kind of talking over what you've seen so far, and you may look up and the other one say, "Hey, we're seven to one fouls." Just just to beware. Now you could call a one that would be a, a, a borderline call. And go ahead and get it for the for the other ones, but that's the one like we don't look at. Well, and and I've thought that some games, not often, although I've often thought that, but I have seen seen it where maybe at halftime it's like ten to two one way, and then coming out of the second half it's flipped, it's ten to two the other way. And so it's like you know, did the teams figure something out and stop fouling, or did the officials talk about something? And you know, because. As people that have never been officials and never been a part of any of that, right. we don't know what goes on. You know, we don't know what's talked about at half and that goes kind of on stuff. Halftime, you know, rest. We, yeah, we sit down, and drink a little water, <laughs> rest, yeah, yeah, maybe have a candy bar or something. If you, but no, it's not ever really talked about gotcha. very much. It's that that would be the one thing where the, you can hear the fans or even the coach says, you know, it's seven one or eight to two. You know, there's been times that the buzzer goes off. I didn't even know we we're at the end of the quarter. Sure, because you're just not paying attention to that. Right. I don't. Half the, I mean, there's times that I can think one team's winning. I look up and it's, they're down ten. Right, like, right. Well, it felt like it was definitely the other way. So sure. we, we just didn't generally don't don't and that's pay good. attention to it. That's yeah. good because again, you're there to officiate the game. You're not there to worry yeah. about anything else. That's, yeah, there just could just be that one team's more aggressive than the other. Yeah, sure, sure. And and that happens. And then the next quarter, all of a sudden, they come out and kind of adjust. But then the other team decides they're going to be a little bit more aggressive to try to. So yeah. That that'd be the one thing, you know. Good to know. Yeah. So, and you know, you kind of touched on it there, and I uh, earlier about the groups that or the uh, the teams that you're with as far as officials. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of times we'll see, and it's funny to me. There's almost a line in the state where there's three officials and then two officials, and basketball's different. When you're playing with three or two, uh, it, uh, for sure, you have to adjust mm-hmm. your your uh, playing style. W- which do you prefer? 
And then, and again, I think for the most part up here, you do a lot of three up yeah. here. Yeah. Do you, you said you went to Lamar. Obviously, mm-hmm. that's kind of past that line. Was it a two down there? Was three? Was it okay? So, what have you ever done two? And, oh yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. There used to be some, and there still are some. Okay. Uh, Montrose is going to two. Is still does two. Okay. Uh, okay. They pay pretty good. Ninety dollars a game sure, for two. Sure. A little smaller court too. Right. Um, Hume used to, but they're going to three now. Okay. Um, it's just much easier in a three-man game. Okay. Because we look at areas. That's what I was going to ask you. So yep. when you have your area in a three-man, is much smaller than that area in a two-man. Gotcha. And generally in that three-man game, you're not going to call something that's in front of somebody else. But in a two-man game, they may not see that. Okay. So three-man's so much easier. Okay. I mean, it just is. But uh, most, all of them. And don't you I think it's officiated is, better? In a three person, yeah, probably just because yeah. there's another set yeah, of eyes. Another set of eyes, yeah, yeah. yeah it's going to be definitely, definitely called better, okay, because uh, you just don't have as much to look for, and you kind of stay in your area. Most all of them I'm doing this year, I think, are probably all three. Okay, uh, sometimes, and, and a lot of times schools don't do it because of its cost. Sure. You and that's kind of my question: was is the reason a shortage? Is the reason the cost? Well, I mean, what's kind of the reason? It's a little bit of both, but you know, if you can get by with paying two. Of 180 bucks for a night, you know, or a person, as opposed to 270 a game. Uh, small schools, that's a big deal. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, you know, so uh, mostly around here, you, you know, if you want to talk game wise, how much each game's getting paid. Varsity's roughly 90 a game. Okay, it's an eight minute quarter. Okay, JV, which uh, is usually around 70 to 75. I think 75 is a lot of them. And then junior high is about 60, six-minute okay. quarters of junior high. Okay. <clears throat> of course, now there's schools. You you do one JV, two varsity, so it's a three-game night. Right. Um, you wanted, If you're doing a three-game night, you want to have three officials. Oh, yeah. You know, unless it's junior high. But but anymore, these kids are fast. Oh, boy. You know, you got to try to keep up. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The older I get, the quicker they get. That's it seems no like. Kidding. Right. That's well, no kidding. And that's where the three helps, too. Lost. Yeah. I don't oh, know if sure. they're getting quicker, you're getting slower. Well, I didn't say that. I just said. Yeah, that's that's part of the three man too. Is you know you're making sure that you're able to cover because our our general idea is to box the kids in, make sure that we have them boxed in. Three man, it's more of a triangle in. Gotcha. But you want to make sure the high guys higher than the last player that you or and then the low, you know. So sure. Try to box kind of two man. You, you try to box everybody in where you can kind of have have an idea. But three man's just that much better. But it's. A, Again, it's expensive. Sure, sure. <clears throat> you know, you're, you know, you just do two varsity nights and you got three guys. Right. You know, that's that gets pretty expensive. Sure. So, uh, and I've often wondered this, and again, because I've never been official, I just see it. And uh, so, in in three or two, so you have one of the basket, two up top, or one middle and one up top. Mm-hmm. When you call a foul. And I've seen it happen both ways, and more I've seen this on the uh, traveling circus, shall we call it, of basketball and things like that. Call a foul, they switch places. Mm-hmm. You don't see that much in travel basketball. You'll see guys call a foul, and they'll stand where the ball is and do hand signals over or whatever. Is, is that... Um, Mandated by Misha or or whoever the, the officials you know to yeah. to do the moving. 
Well, yeah, it's NFHS, National okay. Federation of High School Sports, okay. is what tells you. If you look in the book, when you call a foul, you go up and step in front of the, re- the scores table, you report the foul. Someone replaces where you come from, you replace them. Okay. Uh, you will see some, if you know, if, if there's a charge and we're going the other way, everybody's already running down the court. Sure. You kind of step out there to the three-throw line and call it and then keep going and then, and then go back. But most of the time, yes, you're supposed to foul whistle, uh, go to the table, report what you got, and then replace the guy who took your spot. Most of the time, it, since you're going to the table, right? That guy that's already table side is going to switch with you. I got you. So yeah. if you were down low, he's going to go low. If he was yeah. across, so it's not even a rotation. It's just replacing him with that guy. And gotcha. Yeah, it just depends on what sure. the situation. Okay. Is, okay. Yeah. I I didn't because again I've seen officials do it and I thought okay that I get it and I, I again that helps the other team not because especially. You know, a lot of times if you have under the basket guy, right, and he calls something that you may not or you might, mm-hmm. you might that he didn't, if you don't rotate, then the other team doesn't get the same advantage because now yeah. you're low and maybe you wouldn't call yeah. that and he would, yeah. blah, blah, blah. So I just wondered if that's why they did that. I, I assume that's why yeah. they rotated things. Yeah. But you see a lot where they don't. I, even well, even in varsity, I've seen it here sometimes, some the varsity uh, plays or here – you, they won't rotate, and I'm like, I thought they were supposed to rotate. Yeah, but, I mean, you and, uh, want to. sometimes it's but, I mean, laziness there, on the official there, part. I think there's some you know. of that. Yeah, and there's some of that, and and some of it may be you get one of the three game nights, and you're getting oh. towards the end, and you're like, ain't I'm moving. Stay no here more. and well, save my well, legs, man. And then they always put the boys last, right? So yeah, I, that's I, I still one call one for varsity, fast. varsity, and then JV, right? It would make it so much easier. Well, yes. you know, that's how you do it in baseball. You know, you play the varsity game, then you play the B game. I mean, you know, they do that in other sports. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, by the book, you're supposed to blow your whistle, signal what you have, then go to the table report, and then whoever fills your spot, you fill it. Most of right. the time, like I said, you go table side since you're right there. Sure, sure. Right, right. Why wouldn't you? Yeah, that makes more sense. And that just makes it quicker now to get the ball mm-hmm. yeah. and back in play. See, yeah. and I often thought that part of that, and it may be part of it, it may not be part of it at all, but I often thought part of that is if you're maybe standing in front of a bench and you make a call and you don't want to hear the coach or anybody <laughs> well, say anything about it, well, like, they do that I'm going to rotate think, out right? of the way of this There coach. will be that if you call a technical on the coach. Gotcha. Yeah, and that like, saves the I coach will, and saves I you guys, replace, right? Yeah, you go ahead and call it. I will replace you. You go to where I was at. Yeah. Um, but on a basic foul, not really. Not so much. No, because the coach may have a question for you. Yeah, sure. You know, as long as it's not, you know, as long as we're in all in a professional manner, as long, that's as, fine. As, long as it's a question and not yeah. a. Yeah. Yeah. So, big, big question coming up. We've got a lot. I don't say it's a lot of a change this year in, in, mm-hmm. in high school, but it's. It's going to be a little bit of an adjustment. I know it's going to be an adjustment for officials. It's going to be an adjustment for players, coaches, fans. It's going to be a huge adjustment, mm-hmm. I think, for them. And walk us through a little bit of the the thousand a quarter and things like that yep. that are happening this year. So they're leaning more towards the college side, even though men's college doesn't do it yet. Women's college does. Uh, yeah, so no more one-on-ones. Okay. No more one-on-ones at all. Um you get to the fifth foul in any quarter, you're going to have two free throws. Okay. Uh, the fouls reset each quarter instead of re- resetting at half. Yeah, that's – that's so. it, that, For, again, doing the play-by-play, that, that's going to be an adjustment for me. I, I know I'm going to screw that up probably till way into next yeah. year. It's because you're setting your ways, Brad. <laughs> yes, I'm old. Yeah. I tell you, I'm so, old. So on the fifth foul, we're shooting two. Okay. Now, how often is that going to happen in a quarter? Sure. 
It will if you got teams pressing because there's more fouls. Sure. Uh, I think the biggest adjustment will be coaches in game. Fourth mm-hmm. quarter, down eight, need to get the ball back. Now all of a sudden we don't have the one and one. Right. So right. We're at five, we're shoot, they're shooting two. Right. And now we have to get to five. Yes. In a quarter to get to that yes. point. I think it's more on the coaches than anybody. I think for our side it won't be terrible. Uh, just got to make sure the table knows it. That way we get the indication. But we do kind of, when we know we're getting close, we got we got little signals we'll give each other. You know that, hey, we're free throws now. Okay. Uh, just some little subtle hand gestures you may see. Okay. Um, that says, hey, we're free throws. Both sides are free throws. You know, something like that. So uh, from our side, I I don't think it's going to be terrible. We're not going to do anything different as far as the game goes. Well, sure. But coaches, I really think they've, right. got, a, they've got something to think well, about. Well, especially sure. because, you know, and, and I've heard a couple of coaches talk about now you have more fouls, in theory, before you're in bonus situations because uh, you, you have seven and a half. Now you have ten. Um, well, so, no, but you're getting free throws at five. Right. Well, at five and a quarter. Right. Yeah. Right. So in two quarters, that's, right. that's ten. Right. It's still going to be ten and ten. I mean, it's really twenty, ten per half. I mean, it's really yeah. about the same. It's just now there's no one and one and yeah. that opportunity to get that free throw. Right. Yeah. Like to get that rebound, rebound off, off just of one and yeah. one. Because then it's an empty trip, right? Where now, even if they miss the first one, they might get a chance. Mm-hmm. You know, they're going to have a chance to make the second one. So therefore, it's not just an empty. So really, and I and I've seen this a lot of times in basketball, and I, I, I it makes me scramble my brain sometimes. Coaches wait so late in a ball game to start their fouls, mm-hmm. right? So that it's almost too late. It's almost too late, right? Now they're into the last thirty seconds before the team starts shooting the one and one. Mm-hmm. This boy, you're gonna have to start a lot sooner because you want the more opportunities for them well, yeah, to only get one point as opposed yeah, to both. You're not gonna have that chance for the seventh, eighth, and ninth foul, right? To, to, to get that one and one and get exactly. that rebound, yeah, for sure. Mm. That's uh. It'll be an adjustment it, it, for sure. It's, like I said, it's I think certainly the biggest, something we're going to have to – I think the big adjustment is, is the coaching at mm-hmm. late game when it's a six, seven-point game. Right. Trying to figure out how they can get the ball back. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's going to be it's going to be interesting. Yeah. And I can't wait. I, I, wa- I love to watch coaches and, and, and really see – I'm a very – you know, body movement guy when it comes to what I think. My wife can tell me what I'm thinking <laughs> halftime before I think it. Oh, yeah. Because, uh, but I love to watch coaches on the on the bench and see their wheels turning, right, to see what they're going to do and how they're going to adjust it. And some of the better coaches do, you can see them, they're three or four steps ahead. You know, they're mm-hmm. playing chess. And they're doing a great job. You can see their wheels turn. I can't wait to see that this year because again, going to be going to be some adjustments need to be made. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure. Well, and while we're on the topic, I guess I'll ask you. I, I heard a lot of the reason that they were saying they were doing this was maybe to limit injuries. Is that kind of what you heard as That's well? That's what they're saying. Okay. Yeah, just that physical contact down low. Okay. Yeah. You know, if there was another reason for free throws. That... Now that's that's pretty much what they've said. Okay. Yeah. Instead of two, right? So yeah. you you. You box out for the first shot. Yeah. Well, that's and not needed anymore. You stand there, wait for the second. Yeah. And, and like I said, I don't know. I mean, you're going to get to it some games, but there's going to be some games you're never going. You may not get to the bonus. Right. We're right. Until it's a late game situation. Correct. First three quarters, you may not get to one. Right. You know? Which is odd to me to think yeah. about. You mm-hmm. know. So, huh. Yep. So 
I came last year was in Arkansas. Mm-hmm. Um, finally wised up, came back here. But in Arkansas last year, in high school, they started with the shot clock. Mm-hmm. Um, their first year doing it down there, got to be a part of some of that. Um, and it was a 30-second shot clock, 25, 35? I believe it? it was 35. 35, okay. 35 seconds, mm-hmm. um, which to me I thought was a good amount of time. Good number. Um, there's been some rumblings about that coming to Missouri. What can you tell us about that? So last year was the first year based off the NFH, NFHS guidelines that it was okay to use shot clock in high schools. Okay. Um, there were some school there were some states that did it before last year, the 2022-23 year, but if they chose to do that before it was approved by NFHS, then they were no longer allowed to vote on rules as far as NFHS goes. Oh. Okay, so they gave because, up voting rights to do because that. Because they gave up voting wow. rights because it was not done. So last year, so uh, two years ago, as far as the state of Missouri goes, two years ago a survey was sent out to all coaches, uh, ADs, and superintendents, I believe. Questionnaire. Do you want shot clocks? Pretty much what it asked. I'm sure it was more than that. Sure. Uh, coaches voted for it. Uh, ADs and admin voted against it. Mm. This year, another survey is going out. We, I just watched the podcast on this through Mesha. Um, so the survey this year is to each school. Coach, AD, and admin have to talk about it. Okay. And then the school has each to come to an agreement. A vote. A vote. Instead a vote. of three votes, a vote. A vote. Mm. If the vote is majority... Then it could go. Then it will go to the Mission Board of Directors to vote on it. It would not start till the twenty five twenty six season. Okay, so it still wouldn't be something. Not next. Not this year. Not next year. Okay. So it'd be two years away. Thirty five seconds is what. Okay, they said. so thirty five is so what they are talking. Thirty five second. Yes. And so from from what I gathered, and you could correct me if I'm wrong or give us more information. From what I gathered, the hang up had a lot to do with. The logistics of implementing. Not there wasn't a lot of hang up on oh we don't need it. It was a lot of hang up of well then we have to get a shot clock then we have to get a shot clock operator. The logistics of implementing it is the hard part. Is that kind of what That's you? That's kind of what we're told. Yeah. Okay. I mean because it costs anywhere from what they told us like thirty five hundred to fifty five hundred dollars before you have someone install it. Mm. Um, so smaller well, schools that's quite a bit. Then you got to find that third operator, mm-hmm. third bench personnel or. Because you got the clock, the book, now you got to have someone just for shot. And those volunteers are hard. And that, and that was like when I said, you know, I was a part of an Arkansas. That was usually what I was. Because, you know, I'd show up and, hey, you know how to run a shot clock. Can you can you do this? Because, nope, we don't have anybody. Well, and that well, was kind of what we saw was. And most of the time, those aren't volunteers. Those are a paid They're paid person. a little bit by right. the school. Right. Gotta find so there's more money. Yeah. And it makes really a lot of sense when you see coaches voting for it and the people that have to do with have the to money. Write the They're like, they do. No. Let's don't do that. Now I feel taken advantage of. I did it all volunteer. Well. I want, I want some money from you guys. You uh, get what you pay for. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the, so so Iowa did it as well. So Misha really watched Iowa really closely. 
Um, overall, they said the games went a little faster. Well, yeah. As far as time being there, games were faster for some reason. I don't know if that's with the free throws also being like now, that. So, had they done the free I throws so. as well? Yeah. Okay. I think that's still part of the reason that the free throws are going is because it's kind of the speed it up. And that was, you know, when I first heard right. the free throw rule, that was kind of what I thought. I was like, okay, they're trying to speed the game up a little bit. And then I heard that, oh, it's to cut out injuries. I'm like, I don't know how much of that's true versus that's speed it us, up. But I think they went to this in mind that. We would like to go to shot clock at some time. Gotcha. This is what shot clock college, besides the men's side, um, does. So I, I think that's where we're leaning. But it's still got to be voted on by the mission board of directors before they say yes or no. And then it, it's funny to me. And they want to shrink down, and not shrink down, that's make basketball quicker. But then they add another set to volleyball to win, right? Three out of five as opposed to two out of three. And I'm like, my goodness, what are we doing? That's because that's what it is on that. Man. I would rather a long basketball game than a short volleyball. My my thought is, is that typically in high school, typically in high school, if you win two, you're going to win the third. Even if they win one in there, you're going to win, you know, you'll go 3-1 a lot more than you're going to go all the way to five. You know, and typically whoever wins five is going to win two out of three. So most of the time, that is you know, that is true. And I'm sure there's, but you know, there's times when that doesn't. But it just seems funny to me, right? They prolong volleyball, but then they shrink, want to shrink down. And what that we were also quicker. told in that podcast was there was really only a couple times a game that they even got to the shot clock was running out. Oh, I bet. Yeah, but, but that's, that's still something else. As officials, we got to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. That's another one. So to just at the end of every quarter. Now we got to pay attention every time it gets below 10 seconds. Well, and not only right. that, you know, especially in the beginning when you have shot clock operators that are maybe just learning it, you'll have to pay attention to make sure it's getting reset. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you have to be like, oh, it's, you know, not, yeah. not just are you looking at when it's under 10. It's just but another looking, layer. Yeah. Oh, right, right. But I think it's going to be there at some point. I just don't know. Like I said, if it gets approved and everybody does it, it'll be 25, 26. Yeah. School year. So still still some time. Still a couple of years yeah. away before they do it. We can still have you on talk about it again next year then. There you go. But we do have some, uh, some ending questions. We have a, a fun little ending segment. Oh, boy. Um, so I have some true or false questions Rocket here for fire. you. And we're, we're all over the board with these true and false questions. Oh, some are crazy, some are fun, some are stupid. Um, <laughs> Mainly that. The ones that Brad came up Mainly with. that. No, uh, in 1920, a quarterback handed the ball to an official instead of his running back because they were wearing the same uh, color. That's when they started wearing stripes. True or false? True. That is true. How do you know? You're so I mean, smart. It makes sense, like right? It yeah, it makes sense. sense. Yeah. When, when, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, right? Yeah. Golf is one of the only two sports to be played on the moon. Uh, False. That's true. Okay. Yeah. Golf and uh, batting, hitting a baseball. I didn't Um, know. I've heard someone threw a football around up there. I I didn't know. Hit a baseball. Uh, Alan Shepard in 1971. You see the golf swing a lot, right? But I've never, I didn't know there was baseball up there. I, I said false as well. And apparently you can't do both of those well. That's what Brad tells me. Every soft, slow pit softball season, my golf game starts to get a little worse. And you, I wish I was good at one of them, but either way. Uh, <laughs> so do I. It, it make our days go by quicker. It make our golf days go quicker. <laughs> Halloween is the third most commercially successful holiday after Christmas and Valentine's Day. True. False. It is the second, second. most successful. Yep. It was second or third. Yep. Um Oh, here's a fun one. See, I can't believe. Yeah. All that money. There's more money spent on Halloween than on Valentine's Day. 
More people, kids are more, more important than spouses, spouses yeah. apparently. Uh, well, I think there's, there's yeah. more kids than there are spouses. Uh, maybe so, well, I don't know. I don't know. Statistics <laughs> not to say that's true, but go ahead. Alien abduction insurance is a real thing, true or false? <laughs> I've never wrote that, so um, false. That is true. Since 1987, <laughs> I had to write some of that. A hundred thousand policies have been written for alien abduction. And, and get this, two of them have paid out. out. <laughs> for alien I was going to ask how many has been paid out. Two, at least, it said at least two, so there may have been more, but at did least they, two. Did they find the people? I'm not sure. But there have been two paid out claims for alien abduction insurance. Now let's see if I can write that through brokerage. Yeah, that was right. Last one. That was funny to me. Broccoli. Was once banned from the White House. Yes, because it's terrible. Broccoli's terrible. Yep. George H.W. Bush. If you can tell, I'm not a broccoli fan. Banned yeah. it in 1999. Um, we'd like to thank Sean uh, for being here, giving us some time, and really just getting us excited for basketball season, some of the changes we're going to see. Also, I'd like to take just a minute to thank our sponsors. We have Sonic, who's always hooking us up, Emmanuel Baptist Church, uh, the Butler Chamber of Commerce, O3 Custom, who's been hooking us up with hats since the beginning, CNS Graphics, Mid-America Live, and, uh, of course, PrepCast, who you've even heard us talk about Absolutely. here on the show. So I'd like to thank everybody. Junior high basketball starts next week right here at Butler. Junior high tournament starts Monday. Yeah, next week. Monday, Wednesday, Thursday week. next week. Jamboree yeah. start on the 13th. Wow. November 13th. I'm yeah, and then I think, what, thing. two weeks is the first, two or three weeks, the first basketball game. I think Butler has Clinton mm-hmm. at home. Yep. So true. it's... Yeah, it's, it's so quick. It's about, about here. Well, Getting to the meat and potatoes of it. That's it. Not here, and then, yep, it'll be over again. <laughs> yep. just, it, and then we're talking about baseball, fast. right? It just goes super fast. Yep, so. absolutely. So we want to thank you for watching this uh, episode of Tailgate TV. want to thank Sean for being here. Thank you. And good night and God bless. As people, we are in need, first and foremost, of a Savior. Though not nearly as much as a Savior, we are in need of community. Community to lift us up, to rejoice alongside, to weep with, and to be ministered to in whatever walk of life we are in. At Emmanuel Baptist Church, we are not the perfect church for the perfect person, but we are the church of the perfect Lamb of God, Jesus Christ. Verse by verse, book by book preaching, contemporary worship, and multiple generations under one roof. We hope you'll join us sometime at Emmanuel Baptist Church, 10 o'clock Sunday mornings. 801 West Dakota Street, Butler, Missouri.